Welcome to Trashy Breakups, everybody. Our Wednesday drop for Trashy Divorces. My name is Stacy. I'm Alicia. Alicia, you're... <laughs> Stitched up. Your subject this week is a wonderland, correct? Good lord. Today we are talking about serial dater, John Mayer. Hmm. He came up in the Taylor Swift Trashy Breakups episode. He did. Why not pull John out for he's, his time in the he's trashy appeared, sunshine? He's appeared a few times over the course of the show. Well, there's a veritable jungle of trashy spiderweb connections in the story. Just last month, John Mayer put out a new album. It's called Sob Rock. He's wow. been going through some things. We're going to talk about those things. Feeling good. Today. Okay. This guy is a serial dater on his Instagram show called Current Mood. He will put his bedroom partners at a quote-unquote, soft 500. Okay. On Instagram, he once posted a black-and-white photo playing guitar, and a fan commented, beautiful, how are you still single? And his response was simply, Google me. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, John Mayer. Wow. Libra man John Mayer is. October 16th is his birthday. I'm going to give you a little bit of background here from an infamous 2010 Playboy article that we're going to be talking about much in this story. Excellent. Mayer grew up in Fairfield, Connecticut, the second of three boys raised by Margaret, an English teacher, and Richard, a high school principal 19 years older than his wife. John's guitar prowess led him to the Berklee College of Music, where he left after two semesters to begin a career in Atlanta. He suffered from panic attacks, as well as acne, quote, so bad I would cancel dates and plans and stay in the house, unquote, he has said. This is where he comes from. For this Trashy Breakups episode, I got another table. Really do love a table. Harkening back to Taylor Swift's spreadsheet. It's the second table I've ever used Mm. in 700 plus episodes. We're going to take the Trashy TARDIS back to 2002. Apparently his acne has cleared up. I'm going to start with girl number one, Vanessa Carlton. She's a Leo. Singer, she's giving us the song A Thousand Miles at the same time that John Mayer is working his way onto the scene with his debut album, Room for Squares. These two date about a year, but John is going to quickly scoot on, and Vanessa will call John Mayer a bad breaker upper, quote unquote. That's descriptive. I like it. What could end this hot, hot romance? What, indeed? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh-huh. Pisces girl. Uh-huh. They date from 2002 to 2003. Jennifer Love Hewitt, the darling of the 90s, party of five. I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. They date for like a year. The rumor is that the song Your Body is a Wonderland is about her, but this is false. The song was already out before they dated. But alas, in the trashy grist mill... Jennifer Love Hewitt will tell People Magazine that if that song was really about her, she would say, your body is a disaster. About her. She's not talking about him. Okay. All right. That was not clear. No, his exes don't really trash him. He trashes his exes. Keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. So next up, we're going to keep it in the family. We're going to talk about Leo girl, Rona Mitra. She is the British actress and model. (laughs) that comes in to co-star on Party of Five. She's the new girlfriend of Bailey after Bailey's broken up with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Blurring the lines I mean, a little on that one. Leon the nose. Fun fact here, though, about Rona Mitra. She is the real live lady model for the Tomb Raider video games, Laura Croft. 
Interesting. Angelina Jolie got the part yep. in the movies, but this lady is the real life action model for the video game that rotted everyone's brains in the early 2000s. Never played it. All right. Next up. This is early 2006. Way earlier in her career, this is Milana Vintrube. You'll know her as Lily in the AT&T commercials. Okay, that she rings a bell. She directs them as well. Oh, good. Okay. Her romance with John Mayer is long before that. Doesn't last very long. I think she's at UC San Diego then. But he's going to scoot on pretty soon because 2006 is the year of Jessica Simpson. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Already there, are we? In our in our uh, Zodiac wheel, Jessica is a cancer. Sweet Jessica. She has split from Nick Lachey. After that terrible... We covered all of this. Like No, this is a trashy divorces spiderweb mm-hmm. connection. It would take just as long to tell you all the ones we've talked about, but we've talked about her. I guess I should try to mention if we've talked about them. Yes, we, we definitely covered Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Okay, well, 2006, they're going to spend New Year's Eve in Miami South Beach together. And then Jessica's going to follow John Mayer on his tour through Florida. Breakups make you vulnerable. And I'm just saying John Mayer seems to be the guy that you go to to date after your divorce. <laughs> or you date John Mayer before you get married. Interesting. It's it's a weird little... He's sort of the... Uh, Never a bridegroom to be. <laughs> Warren Beatty of this generation. Like hmm. Warren Beatty did sort of... I'm going to have to follow up on Warren Beatty. Yes, Warren Beatty famously... In a Trashy Breakups episode one dated day. Dated everyone, yeah. But the women that he dated were a lot like that. Warren Beatty was the rebound guy or the last guy you dated before you got married similar kind of vibe okay it all connects but breakups do make you vulnerable jessica's following john around florida and they're denying the rumors about their relationship but this one is true and it gets weird i just love the lack of income taxes here (laughs) well these two are going to last until june 2007 save that date for a moment, because they don't actually stop seeing each other. They're going to stay on and off for a long time. Jessica Simpson will reveal to Hodakotby that she had gone back to John Mayer nine times over five years, saying their relationship was very complex. (laughs) (laughs) But John Mayer (laughs) torpedoed it with the Playboy interview. Hmm. What's that Playboy interview about? Previously quoted from, I believe. Good Lord. Hmm. John Mayer. No filter. Oh, good. We like them with no filter. It helps our research a lot. (laughs) Like, you do it to yourself, man. Most of this in here is what John Mayer has said to people about things. You know, in a highly dramatic play, the gun just lies The gun just is on the stage. You don't actually pick up the gun and continue to fire it at the beginning of act one. Okay. It's just supposed to sit there. So I want you to imagine being John Mayer Mm -hmm. and you and Jessica Simpson have dated on and off for five years. Apparently it is an intense relationship and you are getting interviewed by Playboy five years into this on off hot, hot, hot thing. And this is what you choose to say. Do tell. The interviewer asks, in 2006, you began dating Jessica Simpson and the paparazzi started stalking you, turning you into a tabloid fixture. Certainly you knew that was going to happen, John Mayer says. It wasn't as direct as me saying, 
I now make the choice to bring the paparazzi into my life. I really said, I now make the choice to sleep with Jessica Simpson. What a way to put it. Wow. That was stronger. Oh, it gets worse. Hold on. Uh, That was stronger than my desire to stay out of the paparazzi's eye. That girl for me is a drug. Drugs aren't good for you if you do lots of them. Yeah, that girl is like crack cocaine to me. The interviewer continues on, you were addicted to (laughs) Jessica Simpson? John Mayer will helpfully reply. Sexually, it was crazy. That's all I'll say. It was like napalm, sexual napalm. Wow. That's that's what you want to read. The interviewer goes on just a little bit more and says, but before you dated her, you thought of yourself as the kind of guy who would never date Jessica Simpson. John Mayer says, that's correct. There are people in the world who have the power to change our values. You've ever been with a girl who made you just want to quit the rest of your life? Did you ever say, I want to quit my life and just fucking snort you? If you charged me $10,000 to fuck you, I would start selling all my shit just to keep fucking you. Does John Mayer have a therapist? I, I, I Apparently in 2010, no. Shockingly, Jessica Simpson will say that these comments ended their on-off relationship. shocked. What she- a weird <laughs> what a weird way to slag her. Like, well, I did have values, but she seduced them away from me. Like, are you Ever. kidding me? Oh, no. Wait, it gets worse. Jessica Simpson will say, we were great at intimacy. We were great at loving each other. That was easy, but the relationship was very complex. She releases a memoir called Open Book. And she will say in this that his comments left her floored and embarrassed that my grandmother was actually going to read that. She'll continue, a woman and how they are in bed is not something that is ever talked about. It was shocking. He was the most loyal person on the planet. And when I read that, he wasn't. It was, that was it for me. I erased his number. He made it easy for me to walk away. Wow. Which she walks. Sure. Told him to pound sand, eat bricks. Sure. She's got kids now, right? She has, she has three kids. Yeah. She will marry former NFL player Eric Johnson. Yeah, and they've been together for a long time. Yeah, she's they're happy. Quit drinking. He quit drinking with her. Yeah. And like, so she's just never going to teach her kids how to Google? Is that, is that <laughs> I solution? looked it up on Snopes. Google isn't even a thing, kids. <laughs> Google's not even real. It's not even a thing. I don't know what you, they're just punking you at school with this. I don't even know. Well, she goes on Tamron Hall and talks about it. And like, are you owed an apology? And she says, I no, I don't feel that I'm owed a public apology. I mean, you can't take it back. I'm a very forgiving person, but I'm also honest. So in the memoir, if I'm going to talk about stuff that caused me pain, I'm going to be honest about it. And that was a time in my life that I was very manipulated and also in love or seemingly. So one of the things that Jessica Simpson will say in her memoir is that John Mayer once, quote, told me he was obsessed with me sexually and emotionally, unquote. She will say that this quit talking interview, dude. Yeah, for real. Will help her move on. A decade later, again, married to Eric Johnson, mama three. She says, now that I have the love of Eric, it's just a different thing. And Google isn't real. Nope. No Google at all. In my home. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty bad. I mean, we're we're not off to great flourishing beginnings here. Let's go ahead and do a few more before we take a break here. Uh, next up, Cameron Diaz. Wow. Virgo girl. Oh, I didn't realize. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, wait. Uh, oh. It doesn't take too long Cameron. for John Mayer to pound that sand yeah. over to Cameron Diaz. Oh, so God. just like Jessica 
Simpson had recently ended with Nick Lachey. Cameron Diaz has just broken it off with Justin Timberlake. Okay. Also didn't know. Wow. Okay. Okay. So clearly we need to do more trashy breakups because I didn't even know. Oh, they're everywhere. Cameron and John are seen canoodling in New York City, dining at Indochine, and then having cocktails at the Bowery Hotel. There's a lot of flirting, but I don't know. Still 2007. Whatever that was, it doesn't last very long. Enter Minka Kelly. There's another cancer in our Zodiac wheel. This is still 2007. Minka Kelly, right after she ends her thing with Captain America, Chris Evans. Okay. Back in the day. Before she hooks up with Derek Jeter, she dates John Mayer. Okay. He says he doesn't want to be in a serious relationship. Which is why they don't last that long, but it sure doesn't take him long to start sniffing around his next girlfriend, Jennifer Aniston. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. I've Apparently, I knew like three of his exes. This story is just a trashy gift that keeps on giving. I hope he was just a fun boy toy for you because. Well, let's talk about it. Aquarius gal, Jen Aniston. So not too many years coming off the Brad Pitt divorce. That was 2005. Jen and John meet at an Oscar party in 2008. John will fly to Miami to see her on the set of Marley and Me, causing, again, paparazzi eruption in the press about the romance. More Florida ties. Come on, Florida. The rumor is that Heartbreak Warfare, his song, is about her. He will say that is not true. He will say about Jen Aniston, that woman was the most communicative, sweetest, kindest person. He will say in the same Playboy interview. Yeah, I mean, that tracks with my impression of her. So, okay, well, at least he didn't, At least, sorry, at least she didn't seduce his values out of him. Shadow Days, his song Shadow Days is about her, though. And this relationship is on again and off again. He will adamantly deny the rumors that she dumps him that jen aniston dumps him because he tweeted too much he <laughs> will say in an interview that wasn't it but that was a big difference the brunt of her success came before tmz and twitter i think she's still hoping it goes back to 1998 twitter isn't real she saw my involvement in technology as a courting distraction and i always said these are the new rules Wow. How do you tell a girlfriend that she's too old for you without? <laughs> right? Why do you act like that to Jen Aniston? This is going poorly. Oh, wait, it gets better. It gets worse and better. Okay, next is Sheena. She's Sheena Shay now, but she used to be Sheena Marie. So Jen and John, on again, off again. John's going to bop on over to Sheena Shay. Sheena Shay is now the star of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, God. This is 2009. This is long before Vanderpump Rules happens. Okay. okay but she is now on that. Okay. I, Correct. I don't know the name. So. But at the time, she's waitressing to make it. She's an actress, but sure. she's waitressing too because you got to pay the bills. people do, yeah. So last year, Sheena Shea will spill the juice on this podcast called Flashback. And she'll say that she and John Mayer met at a private party he was hosting at the Grand Havana Room. She was waitressing. He is with his girlfriend, Jen Aniston. Sheena Shea will end up getting wasted with them. John and Jen break up a few weeks later. And John Mayer will come on back to there for some tremendous customer service. That's where it gets fun. Oh, this is where. Okay. She and her pal, Stacy the bartender, Adams, who appeared on the hills, then started hooking up with John Mayer 
together. Was this sexual napalm for him? She says, this went on for about six months that we hung out. We go to his house. It just became, you know, kind of the three of us. We had this little thruple going on. Sheena got fired from her job when management found out that she was seeing John as staff could not fraternize with the club members. When a door closes, a window opens, was a blessing in disguise because Sheena ends up getting a new job at the Villa Blanca restaurant, which is owned by Lisa Vanderpump. So if it wasn't for John Mayer, I wouldn't be on Vanderpump rules. I don't know what to say. John Mayer is completely denied having any history with this person. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Sheena Marie, Sheena Shea. I, the reality star like makes it clear otherwise. It, there was a video interview. <laughs> uh, just Jared uh, asked the then 23-year-old Sheena if John Mayer was a good kisser. And she replies that she thought he had nice lips. She dropped some other subtle hints about the intimacy. But again, take that for what you will. So should we set Mr. Nice Lips on a bench maybe and hear from a sponsor this week? I think this is a good place. Everybody take a breath. I feel shake like we, it need, off. we need some fury pants. Maybe go change into your fury pants. Oh, yeah. There's much more stuff to be furious about yeah, coming yeah. up. So, yeah. Maybe change into your fury pants. While you listen. Don't don't walk away. From yeah, no, don't walk away. I have an, a new awesome sponsor this week. Put that ad in and we'll be back on the flip to talk about Taylor Swift. And that Mr. Playboy nice interview. Katy Perry. Yeah. Whoa. See you on the other side. You've heard of Turn On, Tune In, and Drop Out. Probably not like this. Enter Dipsy, an audio app full of short, sexy stories where you can get lost in a world where your pleasure gets top billing. So much of what passes for erotica in the world are products for women's bodies. Dipsy knows that a woman's arousal starts in our brains. Dipsy is a beautifully designed app where you'll find hundreds of well-crafted erotic stories for every taste, including queer and non-binary focused tales. Dipsy's stories are fully soundscaped and immersive, so you feel like you're right there in the thick of things, which is kind of the dream, right? Since you're already a podcast listener, there's no learning curve. Just download the app, create your account, and explore everything from sensual bedtime stories to wellness sessions to soundscapes that can help you relax and drift off to sleep. Dipsy will ask what type of stories you're looking for, how steamy you want them to be, and let you choose some scenario prompts, and the rest is between you and your headphones. Whether you're single or have been together for years, Dipsy is the perfect way to add some spice to your life and maybe help you find some new grooves, too. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash trashy. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, dipsystories.com slash trashy, dipsystories.com slash trashy. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And we're back. To talk about Taylor Swift, Sagittarius Girl, this happens in 2009 too. Tay We covered this one a few weeks ago, but let's just drop it into the table and for from, context. From the other side, maybe. 2000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so John's coming off a bad breakup with a waitress and a bartender. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's tough times. Denied. Taylor Swift is 19. John Mayer's 32. Yup. Nope. She will write Dear John. Mm. Again, don't you think 19 is too young to be played by your dark, twisted games when I loved you so? I think her song, Mr. Mayor, which purports to be about a municipal (laughs) issue, is also... (laughs) Infrastructure week! (laughs) Okay. Uh, Unsurprisingly, Mayor will tell Rolling Stone in 2012 Mm. that... What does he say? He wasn't really a fan of the song, Dear John. He will go on to continue that he didn't have any idea that sweet darling Taylor felt that way. He'll say, I never got an email. I never got a phone call. I was really caught off guard. And it really humiliated me at a time where I'd already been dressed down. I mean, how would you feel if at the lowest you've ever been, someone kicked you even lower? Jen Jen Anison had just yelled at me. (laughs) I didn't deserve it. I'm pretty good at taking accountability. Oh, are you? It was a really lousy thing for her to do. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Still in 2009, Mm. John is going to be seen about the town with Rashida Jones. Wow. Daughter of Quincy Jones and Uh Peggy Lipton. We're going to cover them on Trashy Divorces one day. It's a good story. Okay. John and Rashida are spotted at the Chateau Marmont together, as well as a charity event. There's a little buzz about this, but it goes away pretty quickly because 2010... John's going to sit down and talk to Playboy. (laughs) The link to the article is in our show notes. Yeah. Thank you. Trashydivorces.com. I'm just reading. I'm reading over what I'm about to say. And I just got thank you. Um, Yeah. Mm Trashydivorces.com. Whoa. So we've heard the Jessica Simpson stuff. There are a few more choice quotes from this Playboy article that I feel like really provide some fullness to the remainder of our story. I know, I can't wait. Interviewer from Playboy. At this point, what is your ideal relationship? He asked John Mayer. John Mayer says, Here's what I really want to do at 32. Fuck a girl, and then as she's sleeping in bed, make breakfast for her. 
So she's like, what? You gave me five vaginal orgasms last night and you're making me a spinach omelet? You are the shit. So she says, I love this guy. This is Alicia talking. Just want you to listen to this line because here's where we run into the heart of the matter to steal a line from Don Henley. I say, I love this girl loving me. Whoa. <clears throat> and you say his latest album is called Sob Rock. Sob Rock. So we're going to talk about it. Feeling yeah. less bad about that now. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think you should feel Wait, bad. And I'm in love with this girl loving me. That is. I love this girl loving me. So she says, I love this guy. And I say, I love this girl loving me. And then we have a problem because that entails instant relationship. A few problems. I'm already playing house. And when I lose interest, she's going to say, why would you do that if you didn't want to stick with me? Brilliant interviewer here delivers the follow-up question. Mm. Why do you do it? John Mayer continues just Oh my God, I can tell John Mayer should not continue. Because I want to... Wait, but this is where it gets rich. Because I want to show her I'm not like every other guy. Oh, my God. Because I hate other men. Oh, my God. And you also hate women, if I'm hearing this correctly. Okay. When I'm fucking you, I'm trying to fuck every man who's ever fucked you, but in his ass. So what? you'll say no one's ever done that to me in bed. Okay, wait, yo, it, the interviewer continues. <laughs> do you do something different in bed than other guys? John Mayer again How helpfully he answers. <laughs> It's all about geometry. I'm sort of a scientist. Oh, is he? It's about being obtuse mm. with an angle. I see it. I see it. It's some sort obtuse. of this weird up and over thing. You got to think up and over. Huh. The interviewer says maybe that's easier at your height. <laughs> okay, wait. This interviewer must have just been like, oh my God, here's my Pulitzer. I'm just going to drop a little something in that's going to come back in just no time at all. Like up and over? (laughs) It's going to come up and over in like five minutes. So the interviewer says, you talked about listening to Miles Davis and Bill Evans in high school, but that's not the kind of music you like. John Mayer says, I make mainstream music. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I believe in pleasures. I know where I stand when I hear Miley Cyrus's party in the USA or The Climb which may be the best pop song of the past year. The interviewer says, it's a little surprising that you like Miley Cyrus so much. John Mayer. Wow. I took a friend and his kids to see Miley Cyrus in Vegas. After the show, I said to her, that was fantastic, fantastic, I said. Take $100,000 and put it in a shoebox and bury it in your backyard. What? I walked away thinking that may be the strangest thing I've ever said. Okay. It just means put a little away. Have something nobody can ever take away from you. I'm going to go find John Mayer's yard and dig it up. <laughs> okay. This is worse. So I just want to... Oh, God. 2010 is not only the Playboy interview that he does. He, uh, John Mayer, also appears on VH1 Storytellers. Okay. Please do not play Daughters by John Mayer at your wedding. The song does not mean what you think it means. I'm taking this little bit from The Ringer. This is about a review for Sob Rock, written by Rob Harvilla, published July 19th of 2021. I just think this paragraph is very enlightening. From Rob Harvilla. Recently, I got hung up on John Mayer's appearance on VH1 Storytellers in 2010. 
in which your boy explains the inspiration behind his Grammy-fetted 2003 smash hit, Daughters. A lovely and tender bit of father-daughter wedding dance fluff that Mayer proceeds in this moment to ruin. He explains that it's about a failed romantic relationship, which failed specifically because of the young lady's daddy issues. She couldn't trust your boy, John. See? Drove him nuts. Quote, if I meet one more beautiful woman with daddy issues, I swear to God, I'm just going to go insane and beat the crap out of my daughters. Unquote. Wait, he said that at a VH1 Storytellers? Still reading from the article. Mayor says out loud into a microphone in a room with a lot of people and also cameras in it. Helpfully, he continues. (laughs) 2010, a banner year. Banner year. Who was representing you? Wow. That's probably how the vicious cycle started when I come to think about it. That's how it all started. Wow. These songs can actually be very enlightening. And by enlightening, I mean ruining your career. There are only women in this audience. I would like you to see the awkward turtle stunned looks of the... Because that is a nice way to say his four-minute intro. It was bad. And so by the time he starts singing, the audience Mm -hmm. is just like, oh, thank God. Please just play anything. Right. To shut Stop talking. your mouth. Okay. Pie hole for music only. <laughs> Miley Cyrus is up next. God. This is 2010. I'm amazed they didn't get married. Okay. No, before she hooks up with Liam Hemsworth, Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. after meeting in Vegas, takes that $100,000 in her shoebox. Right. Shoebox her eyes. Yeah. No, they briefly date. Now, the interesting thing about this briefly date is what happens four years after they briefly date. Because Miley Cyrus is throwing shade at Katy Perry in 2014 about Katy's relationship and Miley's relationship all with John Mayer. Okay, so this is E! News from 2014. The Roar singer, Katy Perry, appeared on the Australian talk show Sunrise earlier this week to promote her upcoming tour when she was asked about her big smooch with Cyrus last month. I just walked up to her to give her like a friendly girly kiss, you know, as girls do, Perry said, adding. And then she like tried to move her head and go deeper and I pulled away. She added, God knows where that tongue has been. We don't know. That tongue is so infamous. Oh, my God. Well, Miley Cyrus responds. She does not appreciate that. Okay. In fairness to Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus kind of famously is always sticking her tongue out for photographs and on stage. Like, I get the joke Katy Perry was trying to make. Continue. Miley Cyrus sends out a tweet on the Twitter. Quote, Jen Aniston does not approve. Girl, if you're worried about where tongues have been, good thing your ex-boo is your ex-boo, because we all know where that been. Don't you act like you didn't love it. Four, five Vs. Twitter creates such literature. Whew. 2010. Voice of the people. We move on to Kim Kardashian. Oh, my God. We're not quite to Katy Perry yet. Uh, Still in 2010, John Mayer and Kim Kardashian are seen canoodling in New York City while she is there shooting Keeping Up with the Kardashians. This is according to page six. They both brought friends along on this date to like kind of test the waters and see if there was any, how you say, chemistry between them. Kim-istry. I don't know. That's funny. 
That being said, uh, John Mayer really doesn't like the rumors of them even being together. He will tweet. Well, he has values, Alicia. Or did at one point. He tweets, I see at Kim Kardashian at SiriusXM and say hello like a gentleman and you want to spin a story at my expense? F star 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 you. This is right before her marriage to Chris Humphreys, which will happen in 2011. And lasts five hours. Yeah, something like that. Kim and Kanye will hook up in 2012. Uh Also, maybe interesting to note, there's still no Donda album. No Donda album, but Kanye is apparently still still living at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium here in Atlanta. The Phantom of the Stadium is there. Okay. Good Lord. Um, it's a bit of a thing here in Atlanta. Sorry. <laughs> Next up, British makeup artist Rena Hammer. She'll date John Mayer for just a little while. Their relationship wasn't anything serious. She will go on to date Henry VIII, Jonathan Reese Myers from the Tudors. Would you say that she put the hammer down on that relationship? Funny. See what you did there. <sighs> Before we get to Katy Perry, we got one more. Renee Zellweger. No. She's just coming off Bradley Cooper. Oh, my God. Who had dated Jen Aniston. Oh. So, again, why not just make it a big happy family? May as well. We're in 2011 now, but hey, e- Renee Zellweger. E- everyone's tongue has been there now. Like <laughs> Renee Zellweger now is dating Aunt Onstead, fresh off his divorce sure. from Christina Hawk, who we talked about not too long ago, who was married to the, yeah, the HGTV... Flip, flip it, it or, or flop it. Flip or flop? Flip it or flee it? We joked that if we had a reality TV show, it would be called Flip It or Fuck It. But that, that's that was not the HGTV show that was made. Flip, Pretty or, flip or flop? Sure. I'm surprised no one at HGTV has bought the rights to Flipper and actually just has a home renovation show that just has the original 1960s intro of Flipper. Am I wrong? It's a good idea. I'm surprised it hasn't happened. Yeah. Sorry. Just a dolphin spinning around in the ocean. All right. Now we're going to get to John's. He's ready to settle down. He's serious now. Oh, is he? Mm -hmm. Let's get to 2012. (sighs) Katy Perry time. Hot off her divorce from Russell Brand. Yes. Maybe before her divorce from Russell Brand. Again, we covered her and she swears this was not a rebound thing. Well, apparently she and John Mayer had been exchanging letters. For a long time before they got together. He's very sensitive. As she will say in Entertainment Weekly back in 2013, her current boyfriend, John Mayer, is the inspiration for her new Prism track, Legendary Lovers. I actually wrote it in an email one time. And after I wrote it, I, I looked. We had a long courtship before anything was public, just writing letters to each other. And seeing Legendary Lovers, it it sounded so nice. Some things float into my mind and I process them, and then I make songs about them. These two go on and off for like three years. They begin in the summer of 2012. They're done by August. They release a duet in 2013 called Who You Love. They're out again by February 2014, but not because they're back together in 2015. I wish I could quit you. By 2016, Katy Perry's having a good weekend at Coachella with Orlando Bloom. And it is the end of John Mayer. There's maybe some conflict scheduling, perhaps some trust issues hmm. to blame. I'm surprised to hear that at this point in the story. So congrats to Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry. They uh, had <laughs> their had baby, baby last yeah. summer. Yeah, so they're doing fine. 
Uh, back in 2013, John will go on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh. Shedding a little light on why he and Katie, the hot and cold pair, were always so mysterious. He says, listen, it was a very private relationship going in. It was a private relationship during, and it's a private relationship still. His uh, 2017 song, Still Feel Like Your Man, is about her. What if uh, that 2013 interview indicates that he really did take a big lesson from that 2010 year? Just saying. I hope that's the case. I mean, that should that would be a good that would be a good thing to do. He will add about his lovesick little song, Still Feel Like Your Man. And by the way, it's a testament to the fact that I haven't dated a lot of people in the last five, six years. That was my only relationship. So it's like, give me this, people. Goodness, what's been happening with old John Mayer since Katy Perry? I can't wait to hear. Let me see the connections that have happened. He apparently slid into Halsey's DMs. Halsey says the pair are just friends. He was rumored to be seeing Kourtney Kardashian. I don't even know what to say. Apparently that's not true. Recently, he's been around with Cassie David, who is Larry David's daughter. They have been seen this year, May 1st. Uh, seen out together in Los Angeles. Cassie used to date Pete Davidson from mm. Saturday Night Live, but sure. apparently she and John are hanging out more and more. Cassie will go on his little his little Instagram live show called Current Mood, where she'll grill him on a variety of, you know, TMI-type topics, such as if he masturbates to his own music. He says he does not. He will also open up about his dating life and how he's been rejected a lot for being what he called PR poison for celebrities. Hmm. I don't think that people are into the idea of like, I snagged John Mayer, he explained. <coughs> he also will confirm to Cassie that he does occasionally play his music for his dates. It's after a show and a girl asked me to sing Your Body is a Wonderland. Do you want to be the kind of guy who goes no? Or do you want to be the kind of guy that goes like... We got the afternoon, he responded. You want to play along? Now, in Sobrock, his newest album, I just have a few interesting little quotes to wrap us up. So I'll tell you how. I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you a few song lyrics. Sure. I will let you make the determination of how you think John Mayer is doing. The album did go to number one on Billboard just a few weeks ago, but it has not gotten terrifically wonderful reviews so far. This is the last verse of a song called Shouldn't matter, but it does. I shouldn't be angry. I shouldn't hold on. I shouldn't leave messages in every little song. It could have been always. It could have been me. We could have been busy naming baby number three. Wow. People want to talk about Taylor Swift. Okay. It's another little uh, closing, closing statement of, I guess I just feel like. I guess I just feel like the joke's getting old. And the future is fading and the past is on hold. But now that I'm open and I know that I'm free, I'll always let hope in wherever I'll be. And if I go blind, I'll still find my way. I guess I felt like giving up today. So I recall that he once sang about the quarter-life crisis, but it sounds like John Mayer's working some stuff through. He will go on Andy Cohen Live. John was asked what remains on his bucket list, and John will, heart wants what the heart wants. Forever hopeful, we'll say there's one thing left, and that's having a wife and kids. That would complete all of it. Whew, those are the trashy breakups. 
of John Mayer. But it does, I mean, in the character arc here, it does sound like he has learned what doesn't work, even if he hasn't gotten around to what does. Well, even back in 2009, he goes on Ellen and says relationships tend to freak him out. I don't know if you know this. I have sort of a funny track record. I'm a little freaked out about it right now, to be honest. This is only halfway through the saga that we just went through. Yes, and before the 2010 Rolling Stone article. Stitched up, lagging behind. That's John Mayer. That's John Mayer. And his trashy breakups. had no idea the extensive catalog of exes, some of whom have deleted his number entirely. (laughs) It's a lot. Felt like it was time for him to have his moment in the trashy breakup sun. Oh, that's pretty good. Definitely ties into a bunch of people we've covered here. It's easy when the stories write themselves. (laughs) Thank you for being so prolific with interviewers, my friend John Mayer. I think that's it for Trashy Breakups. Don't forget, you can find some free Patreon episodes at bit.ly slash trashcandy. We will be back on Sunday with two brand new trashy divorces. Super fun this Sunday. Looking forward to that. And I think until then, try to keep your hands clean. Try to keep your hearts trashy. See you Sunday. Big love y'all. Have an amazing week. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear want to advertise with us reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information and last but not least come play with us on social media i keep most of our trashy divorces instagram hopping stacy and i share it up over on facebook including our trashy divorces podcast discussion group come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening keep it trashy y'all